podcast family and welcome to caregiving is a ministry where we look at the word of god through the lens of caregiving day two of self-control and our scripture comes from proverbs the 25th chapter verses 27 and 28 new american standard bible reads it is not good to eat much honey nor is it glory to search out one's own glory like a city that is broken in two and without walls so as a person who has no self-control over his spirit. The Living Bible reads, Just as it is harmful to eat too much honey, so also is it bad for men to think about all of the honors they deserve. A man without self-control is, is as defense, defenseless as a city with broken down walls. I don't know about you, but I like a little honey now and then. <laughs> Um, But the author really here isn't telling us so much that it's that we shouldn't eat honey, right? He's saying that too much of it can be harmful. Eating too much honey isn't good. But digging deeper, right? Looking at it figuratively versus just literally, we see that the author is telling us that too much of a good thing isn't really a good thing that too much of anything can be harmful. Even love, when you love something or someone to the point that you can't function, then you've taken love outside of what God intended. Even loving God, we can't claim to love God so much and neglect our families or our jobs or others or things or people that God has placed in our lives to enjoy and to build relationship. No, anything that we do in excess can become a bad thing. And that's what this scripture is getting at the root of. This scripture starts out, or these scriptures start out with, you know, indulging in a little honey, which was a sweet for them. And for us today, we know that indulging in too much sweets isn't good for us today, right? But how many of you would say that, um, (laughs) that if someone put a package of what is it, the Chips Ahoy chocolate chip cookies in front of you, that you wouldn't be able to leave that whole package alone, that you'd eat the whole bag of, whole bag of cookies or Oreos. Or you can't just have one drink of wine, you drink the whole bottle. You see, it's the excess of something going beyond the original intent, which was simply to enjoy to enjoy one thing every once in a while because we've all we have agreed that life is hard right God knows that life is hard because we live in a world that pushes against him (laughs) right and so it's going to be hard so he's crafted in some little gifts some little indulgences so to speak some nice to have a little honey every now and then to supposedly satisfy your sweet tooth you know go on a shopping spree every once in a while have a glass of wine every once in a while but not in excess the author then goes on to give us another example of what going beyond the normal can do or overindulgence which is seeking your own glory not to be satisfied when others give you praise or accolades accolades for something that you've done but when you start to seek it out on your own once again you've taken something that was meant to be good 
you know, it's good for people to congratulate you and acknowledge, you know, your achievements. And it's good for us to do that with others. That's the pat on the back. And we are to feel pride when, we, when we've done something good. But the, the pride is to come from doing that which is good, not from receiving the benefits of doing that which is good, which is seeking your own glory. And then in the second verse, we kind of get at the crux of the matter, I think, of self-control. This is where the author highlights self-control because the verse above it hinted at it. The author states that when we lack self-control, or lack mastering self, we are essentially defenseless. A city without walls is an analogy for us as a way of being defenseless, but for them taken literally, quite literally, their cities had walls around them, fortified walls to keep the enemy out. When we take something outside of what it was originally intended, when we exploit it, when we overuse it, where when we crave it to the point that it becomes the driving force for us to survive, then we've opened up the door for the enemy to exploit us. And he will. So the phrase, the enemy made me do it, right, that we discussed in the previous episode, isn't really the the devil made you do it it's more so the uh i did it and now the devil is exploiting it is a more accurate phrase we allowed the devil to come in are you defenseless as a result of that area that you can't seem to just stop what have you opened the door for the enemy to come in to exploit Believe it or not, there are three people that know. You, the Lord, and the enemy. (laughs) But although he may know that you have a door open, trust me, my friend, it's never too late for you and Jesus to partner together and to close it. We will fail. We learned that last episode because our desire to go against the grain is just deep within us. But with God's help, God's help, we can overcome. As we continue to learn more about self-control, I want you to continue to be honest with yourself and and to surrender to God what it is that you need help in rebuilding your wall against. There are all sorts of things out there. People have all sorts of fears and things that are causing them to overindulge in other matters and our society exploits that at times and I'm not saying here for any second that you may not need to go and get additional help but I think right now is the time and the place for us to be honest with the true need that we have where we are suffering and walking in self-control What are the things that we are doing to maybe self-medicate for issues that are really deeply rooted in us that may have occurred in childhood or somewhere along our past that past that we haven't dealt with? 
that is then causing us to do something else that is destroying us. Now is the time for us to be honest. And you really only need to be honest with one person right now. And that's your loving God. Not me, but God. And then after you're honest to him, then you have to wait for his instruction. And his instruction may be that you need to go and seek an accountability partner or that you need to go and get some um, more professional help in dealing with the root of of what it is that you're trying to medicate, self-medicate with that is causing you to have an addictive behavior. I want you to know that when I do these podcasts, I'm going to tell you exactly how I do them because I want you to know that this isn't Greta speaking to you. This is your loving father speaking to you through me. That when I do these podcasts, I look up the scriptures, I read the scriptures, and then I start typing what comes to my heart. I don't have any formal Bible training other than the years of Bible study that I went through, hopefully that you went through at your various churches and things like that. I have a certification in theology that I got, which was a year process at a church that I was in in Hawaii. And I will be starting seminary courses next month that I'm very excited about. But I want you to know that as I'm typing, the Holy Spirit is giving me things to say and it amazes me as I'm typing them I'm like oh I didn't think of that wow and it ministers to me and then I write them down and then I record them and I can tell you 10 times out of 10 what I've written down more stuff comes to mind as I'm speaking to you right now because the Holy Spirit knows exactly what each and every one of you who are listening need I don't And he also knows what I need. And so the podcast is as much for you as it is me. Because I struggle with self-control in some areas. Just like you. And just like you, I now know that God is here to help me. And so I want you to know that God loves you. And so do I. But it's more important that he does. (laughs) Now, let's go to the throne and pray. God, we thank you for being a God that uses broken vessels, such as myself, such as the men and women who are listening to these podcasts, this podcast, because I know that you have a great plan for their life. And even though they're in a season of caregiving right now, that you're using them, that you're drawing them closer to you through this season, and that you have a plan for them to go far beyond the four walls of their homes. And it could be just ministering to the people in their community. Absolutely ministering to the loved one that they have right now. But that you don't ever work in a vacuum. You can't. You're God. And you don't cause us to. We're studying self-control. And it is so freeing, Lord, to know that you're here to help us. We just come before you asking you to help us to be honest with you and to lift up what it is that we need help with because we really want our lives to bring honor to you. Thank you for giving us the freedom of knowing that you love us despite of us not being able to walk in self-control in that area. 
but give us the help that we need. Help us to not be ashamed, but help us to be honest with you. And as we come to you this day, help us to open up our hearts and to speak the words that maybe we didn't want to speak to you in saying that we have a problem in this area. We don't want our walls to be defenseless. We don't, we don't want to give the enemy any more footholds into our lives. We're asking for those doors to close right now in the name of Jesus. For we know that the enemy doesn't have power other than what we relinquish to him. And right now, we're taking back the power that we gave him. Knowing that you are our strength and that we have already overcome. We denounce all of the negativity that the enemy has put in our hearts and in our minds. The people that he may be placing around us that keep us in a state of overindulgence. Help us to maybe have some conversations with people to put them in their place to set clear boundaries of what people can say to us or, or where people can touch us, perhaps. The people that we want to spend time with. Clear boundaries, Lord. We love you. And we're so glad that you're our God. Watch over the people who are listening. Help them to feel your love. We love you, but thank you for loving us. In Jesus, our mighty Savior, our Redeemer, our Prince of Peace, we pray. Amen. You go today and you be honest with your Father. And you minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.